2: Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. For yes, it, We've been waiting for our new, new theme, theme song. song. And, um, oh, I
1: love that song. I
2: do too. I'm so it's excited totally to unveil <laughs> our brand new theme song.
1: It's totally us.
2: It is. This is The Colleen and Bradley Show. It is exclusively us, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. It is original.
1: I singing this song when I was a kid. Oh, I had the record, actually. It's
2: a great throwback. Um, is this on the
1: Footloose soundtrack, too?
2: Sure. Yes. Uh, it is, actually. And uh, that is our new theme song.
1: I haven't heard that for ages.
2: <sighs> Me neither. Just kidding, guys.
1: <laughs> Just kidding we fooled you. We fooled you. That
2: is not our new theme song, not our theme song. But we are ready to unveil our new theme song. You guys get excited. That was, J- that was Jason and Alexis' I mean, theme song. We know and we were just teasing. We were just teasing. But truly, truly, we've been on a quest to find a new theme song and we, here we are, here we are today, Friday February 18th ready to unveil our brand new theme song. Are you ready Bradley? Here Let's it is. Let's do it! Just kidding you guys. Just kidding know that that's Lori and julia's theme song but okay really for realsies this time okay we're not pulling your leg
0: we're getting ready for it i really am getting ready for it are you
2: getting ready for it bradley let's
1: do it we finally after gosh weeks of considering different theme songs have finally settled on the Team Cobra theme song. No, Bradley.
2: Reminding people why we are getting a new theme song for ourselves.
1: Uh, because B. Arthur uh, stole our theme song away from us such that we were the only show on this station that didn't have a theme song. True. Um Oh, weren't we in to... wasn't there another theme song we thought of too? Oh, I just remembered. Anyway, never mind. It's um, okay anyway uh so yes B Arthur stole our theme song from us and we just decided recently like hey wait a minute remember when they took our theme song away and um, everybody else still had theirs that felt like personal so we're just gonna take our theme song back man
2: and I just want I just want to point out for years for years everybody else had a theme song and we did not yeah so today again it is a new day February 18th 2022 on this beautiful snowy day we reclaim our voices on the colleen and bradley show and we are debuting our fancy brand new theme song
1: that just makes me happy if you don't know the story of that song i don't know where i think it was just because it was playing on bumpers, yeah. like we'd come back from a break, that song and we just became mildly obsessed with it. It's it was just our upbeat. it was it's our fun. favorite
2: bumper at it's, the time, and you would do your very best, Sean Paul,
1: more than more diamonds,
2: more than, than gold. gold, and um, it just made us feel good. And we were like, "What would make us feel even better than the original?" Remix the remix,
1: yeah. It's festive. It's upbeat, and you can dance to it. So that'll be your theme song. You'll start hearing it at the beginning of every show. I think we have now. Reclaimed our voice. Thank oh. you for being a part of the process.
2: And now that we have reclaimed our voice, we can go forward confidently and do the job that we have been hired to do, which is tell you the latest on uh, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West.
1: Indeed. So here's the thing. Um, it is really Kanye versus Carr Davidson at this point, And Carr Davidson being Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson. You know, that's the unit we would refer to them as uh, because they're in a publication ship. Previously, Kanye was in a public relationship, but he's not anymore because he's kind of been like singularly focused on some stuff. And it's getting really interesting. Mm. So Kim and, you know, Kim and Pete, I will just say, like, if you have, I'm sure a lot of people are like, why? I don't care. They kind of want to run from this story. But I do think it's very interesting if you followed this story about Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson and Kanye. So Kanye, like, is going through some stuff right yeah. now. But he's also, like, doing some artistic stuff right now. Like, there's, there's a bunch of, like, Kanye stuff going on. And I'd, I haven't figured out what to make of it all yet. Because some of it seems unhinged. Although with Kanye, we know that this has been a narrative frequently mm-hmm. in tabloids. That Kanye is unhinged. Sometimes perpetuated by uh, a person that he used to be married to. Right.
2: Also, sometimes we see the flash of his genius and I'm putting that in loose quotes, because I, I don't know that we would identify like Kanye does what Kanye does, but people will identify things that Kanye is doing as his genius when he's in the midst of some of these moments.
1: Yeah. And so like, I don't know what's really going on, but what, what I will say is you can see how people react in, um, different ways to the same things happening for example so you've got pete davidson apparently returned to instagram which was like a whole thing um i was gonna like take us very back to the beginning but i won't so pete davidson returns to to instagram and of course kanye west follows him Mm. this is like a thing we do like Mm -hmm. you know like if there's drama then you gotta follow anyway um he posted that he posted um Wait,
2: Kanye posted that he followed Pete. Okay, so he wants us to know that... Okay, got it. Yes,
1: but then he quickly deleted it.
2: Oh, which is also a thing that Kanye does.
1: Yeah. Pete launched um, his new Instagram account, and as TMZ points out, that's kind of ironic, because considering that that's where Kanye has publicly insulted him, and Mm -hmm. a few days ago, you might remember, he called Pete a bleep head Mm -hmm. and posted some of their private messages, which Mm -hmm. was like a whole thing. And then he Uh, took him
2: down and then he apologized for it. And then there was just a lot going on.
1: So he also apparently at one point, uh, I don't remember this, encouraged people to scream at Pete if they saw him in public Mm. and then later posted private texts from Kim, we know. And then he said like in a there was like a lyric in one of his songs that he was going to beat Pete Davidson up. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So all of that is a thing, but then like then like people report on those things happening, and then Kanye will comment on that. So I think this was yesterday. Uh, what is say the eighteenth? Yes, yeah, so this was yesterday. TMZ pointed out that Kanye has set his social media sites on TMZ, calling them godless and saying, "quote Great God got me and God got our family. Jesus has already won the victory, and for everyone praying for me and my family." Faith without works is dead okay well, I not'm not so he's that. in a place, but then like then you read the story about Kanye like putting out his you know Donda two album only on his stream player mm-hmm. so he's like single like he's like juggling multiple things right now, right yeah, and that's on the one side on the other side then you have remember it's Kanye versus Car Davidson on the other hand, you've got um. Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian doing stuff under the spotlight because, again, these are media savvy people and they're trying to have Mm -hmm. their own relationship and publicationship out in the world. And, of course, Kim unfollows Kanye Mm -hmm. after Kanye attacks Pete on Instagram. And so they're trying to do their thing. Which, you know, I I don't know. When it comes to unfollowing people on social media, that always seems like a silly thing because, like, it doesn't really mean anything. You no, you have to see. be
2: so eagle-eyed in order to know when somebody's unfollowed or followed, unless they're reporting it like uh, Kanye. But
1: it does seem like down low, Kim Kardashian is trying to make herself, you know, painfully clear to Kanye West in public, at least, or at least to the public, that she is fully aware of what Kanye West is up to. Yeah. She looks like not she's putting up
2: with it, setting boundaries and like, yeah. you know, trying to live her life separate of his, whatever mess he's in. Yeah. She's trying to separate herself. From it that. seems like
1: Kanye's always reaching for something and then will think better of it, but then is reaching for something else. Whereas Kim, you just aren't going to hear anything about. She seems far more disciplined when it comes to social media. I'm not saying that's makes one person right or wrong. Mm-hmm. I just, I think if you put these two up against each other it seems like Kim is navigating the situation a little more uh, maturely perhaps. I mean, and I think that probably drives Kanye nuts to a certain degree. Well, way.
2: I wonder, I mean, that's likely likely why we see every time she puts distance in between, we see him kind of ramp up, like he gets all the more angry, all the more yeah. loud, all the more inappropriate. All the more, you know, like you, you think he can't do something more obnoxious and he does something more obnoxious, like attacking TMZ, who has been a mouthpiece for yeah. him for years.
1: Well, and he yeah, it's at the same time, I will say I'm not surprised that the Kardashians would be doing everything they can to make themselves look quote, normal and Mm -hmm. make Kanye look as unhinged as possible, because I think that that serves them and their purposes and also probably serves Kim and whatever legal purposes still remain, because while they are not together, they're not legally officially divorced.
2: Well, and he's not doing himself any. Yeah. Any kind of favors when it comes to and it seems like they do have some sort of custody arrangement. Right now, but I, I wonder, I mean, that can be revisited yeah. at any point. I'm just
1: saying things are a lot more complicated and it's hard sometimes to read the tea leaves, but that's all we've got, so that's what we're going to do.
2: Yeah, and we'll just drink the tea Yeah, uh, and, and spill, spill the tea mm-hmm. for you. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, Holly Roberts is going to bring us all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a Dirt Alert on My Talk 1071.
1: This is a My Talk Dirt Alert
2: alert! 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 Holly Roberts is here with all the dirt, straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey, halls. Hey.
1: Oh. Hey.
0: Hello. Uh, we're going to start over in the UK today, as we have many days this week. Headline today is that Prince Harry does not feel safe bringing his children to the UK following the loss of his taxpayer-funded police protection. Mm. So he's uh, has his attorneys over in the high court in London. uh, And it's all for a preliminary hearing to have that protection reinstated. So he's not there in person, but his people are. And they're saying, hey, he's not safe if we don't have this kind of protection.
2: This was the thing when they uh, decided that they were going to make this move to leave the royal family. that We didn't, I mean, nobody had really considered, like, what was going to happen to their security. And the more we've heard them talk about it, the more we realize like that's true. like they do need security. They are former royals. It's kind of a big deal. But I don't understand like can't they what they have security here, right?
1: Well, apparently I was reading about this. They they can't they want to pay for it themselves, but they don't have the access, I guess their security team here would not have access to information that the UK would be able to deliver because they don't have the jurisdiction or whatever. That makes sense. So this just precludes them. I mean, ultimately, I am assuming this just means that they're just not going to bring their kids, Mm -hmm. which, you know, is sad. Yeah. But, um, you know, I mean, it's understandable. You want to keep your kids safe. God only knows.
2: And one would hope that if it is, you know, that if it's meaningful, if that is a problem for the royal family, that they will find a way to get around that somehow.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, Prince Harry, you know, he went back to the UK last summer. He joined Brother William for the unveiling of a statue honoring their mother, Princess Diana. And at a later charity event, his car was reportedly chased by photographers through hmm. London. So you know, there is precedent. Oh, that's awful. Right, exactly. So it's like if people, the paparazzi, et cetera, are after Prince Harry, he's concerned, you know, if he's going to bring the kids over. Absolutely. That they're, they're go after the kids. So, yeah.
1: we, and we, it also, um, there is an article in the AP that talks about how you can't, in the UK, you can't just pay privately for secure, like for police security. Sure. sure. You know, like here, mm-hmm. you can yeah. probably do off duty cops or something like that. But
0: yeah. Well, Brad Pitt is suing Angelina Jolie. You thought that their legal troubles were over. No, I
1: didn't. They haven't been over for years. Nor will they be.
0: Joke's on all of us. So Brad Mm -hmm. Pitt is suing Angelina Jolie, but it has nothing to do with the custody of their children. This time, Brad Pitt is suing Angelina Jolie. He's accusing her of illegally selling off her share of their French estate, Chateau Miraval. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, Pitt alleges that they had agreed that neither would sell their share in the Chateau. And its profitable vineyard without agreement from the other party as they separated. But Brad Pitt says in this suit that uh, the vineyard became Brad Pitt's passion project. Angelina Jolie sold off her share to a Russian businessman without her permission or his permission.
2: I'm just like when you read some of the details of how this is all going down, it sure does look like um, she was doing some shady stuff, Mm -hmm. which is I mean, are we surprised?
1: Well, all you had to say was Russian oligarch. Mm -hmm. Right. And your spidey senses should immediately Mm -hmm. tingle. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, uh, this guy, his name is Yuri Scheffler. He's a Russian businessman who is the owner of SPI Group, which is an international consortium that sells alcohol in 160 countries. Now, yeah, this made headlines when it happened, because mm-hmm. this guy uh, is the owner of Stoli, yep. vodka, among other brands. So it did make headlines. But in this uh, filing, Brad Pitt is saying that Julie consummated the purported sale without brad pitt's knowledge denying pitt the consent right that she owed him Mm -hmm. and the right of first refusal her business entity owes his so it was like hey i want to sell out mr brad pitt would you like to buy my shares and buy me out but Mm -hmm. that was not the case Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: yeah something there it's mm. they do not they are trying to screw each other as often as possible and not in a good way
0: yeah they had enough of that i suppose in their Um, marriage yeah Or maybe. Or maybe not. We don't know what they got up to. We have no idea. Francis Ford Coppola is talking to GQ Magazine, and he doesn't like movies these days. He's not here for it.
1: Oh. He doesn't like movies?
0: Well, he doesn't like Marvel movies. Mm. Oh. Well, he's not alone. He's not alone. Now, he's joining his friend Martin Scorsese in criticizing Marvel cinema. He said that there used to be studio films, right? He acknowledges that. He said now there are Marvel pictures. What's a Marvel picture? Well, a Marvel picture, according to Francis Ford Coppola, director of The Godfather, among other movies, Apocalypse Now. He said it's a picture, one prototype movie that's made over and over and over and over again to look different.
1: I mean... I feel like he he has the ability to make that criticism, frankly. I
0: don't want to say he's wrong. Yeah. Now, he said of movie making, I always tell my kids like Sophia, Sophia Coppola being his daughter, let your films be personal. Always make it as personal as you can because you are a miracle and that you're even alive. Then your art will be a miracle because it reflects stuff from someone who is there and no one else like that
1: kind of beautiful also i would just say that like he clearly had the ability to make movies at a very unique time in hollywood yeah um because you know going back even further i mean this is nothing new about hollywood you know hollywood being lazy or maybe lazy is not the word but um you know
0: factory like
1: yes like that's certainly not new so he he had the privilege of making film at a time when people maybe weren't uh maybe weren't as concerned, perhaps, with the bottom line as they are right now. Mm -hmm.
0: Right. You know, and even in that quote reflecting like, hey, there used to be a studio system, right? And Marvel essentially is the 21st century equivalent of a studio system where you have this framework, you plug in actors, you kind of rearrange the kitchen a little bit, you make something new, and then off the assembly line, it goes for consumption. So there you go. Hey, in the movies, also, we're getting a reteaming of Tom Hanks, And Robert Zemeckis, the guys who made Forrest Gump, they're gonna be making a movie about a room. Excuse me, a room? room? Yeah, a room. Just a room, and the movie is called Here, and it's based on a graphic novel. It's centered in one room and focuses on the many people who inhabit it over the years and years from the past to the distant future. Okay, I
2: actually I appreciate that as a storytelling mechanism. Yeah. I thought it was just gonna be like Tom Hanks in a room. Tom Hanks was I wasn't feeling that. Even though I love Tom Hanks, yeah, some of my best friends are Tom Hanks. But
0: sometimes you need a
2: little bit more than just a little Tom Hanks.
1: When do when does this movie come out?
0: Uh, We don't know, but it's been announced in Deadline. Uh, They're going to have to get into production. Also, it's being written by the same guy who wrote Forrest Gump. Mm -hmm. So. Expect a lot of sentimentality yeah. with yeah. this, yeah, and
1: some Be- CGI and
0: some CGI stuff. Some CGI stuff. Mm-hmm. So, just like Forrest, interesting, Dump. yeah, interesting. And finally, Adriana Lima announced that she's pregnant with baby number three in her first TikTok.
2: Congratulations, in her first TikTok. Yeah. I love that. That's yeah. great. That's tick, a fun way to tick tick make tock. your debut, yeah. Uh, thank you, Holly, for that wonderful <laughs> dirt alert. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Holly. Again, is going to bring us some pop culture mysteries to solve. Uh, we do this every day. Holly finds us these pop culture mysteries in the form of blind items. We attempt to solve them in, in a little segment we call Blinded by the Item. After this, on My Talk 107.1. We've got some pop culture yeah. mysteries to solve on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 107.1. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. And uh, we solve these mysteries in the form of blind items. Holly does the digging. She brings them to us. We attempt to solve them in this segment we call Blinded by the Item.
0: Blinded by the Item. TGIF, here's your last crop of celebrity gossip mysteries. Dust us with it. I will. The steroid-loving former MLB player wants Mm. you to think he's the main owner of an NBA team. Not even close. (gasps) Go look at the paperwork. It is smoke and mirrors.
1: A-Rod.
2: And that team would be the Minnesota Timberwolves, so we should be paying attention.
0: Mm. Yeah, so Alex Rodriguez, A-Rod for short, as his friends call him, wants you to think that he's the main owner of our very own Minnesota Timberwolves, but not even close. Go look at the paperwork. It's all smoke and mirrors. Mm. Where can we find the paperwork?
1: I was going to say, it's probably not available for public consumption. Man. well, you know.
0: Mm. Mm. All right, another celebrity gossip mystery. Let's face it. This A-list actress, according to NT Lawyer, is the best part of this streaming show about a hilly region in the South. Of course, she's going Mm. to be there for the spinoff. Do you think the streaming service wants to lose her? Watch them sign her to an exclusive deal.
1: I would assume, is that like an Ozark person?
2: Yeah, and I'm guessing it's, and I can never, Ju, Julia. She plays Ruth. I can't remember her last name. It's not Fox, though. I can tell you that. She's not an uncut job. Uh-huh. What's her I last name? Know, Julia Gulia.
0: Well, think of that first letter Garden,
2: Gardner. Gardner. Yes.
1: There you go. You got, got it, there. Got
2: it. Got it. So she well, is fan flippantastic. I, she acted her butt off in the mid-season finale
0: yeah so and it shows because nt lawyer thinks that julia gardner is the best part of ozark and that probably she's going to get signed to an exclusive deal with netflix she's currently starring in that show inventing anna Mm. yes which i've been meaning to watch mostly just because i adore her Mm -hmm. and then i was
2: my husband and I were talking about the actual story and I was like, okay, well now I double super want to watch it. We just haven't had time yet, but she's something. She's huh. something to watch for sure.
1: Noted. she had another reason to watch Ozark.
2: Yeah. Oof. I love that show. I mean, it is dark, but it is
0: good. Blinded by item. Ah, oh, a celebrity gossip mystery just going through all of them. So this barely there celebrity who is the offspring of an A-list television actor who has been on television in one way or another for decades, basically playing himself, says she's been texting the late-night actor Hmm. who is seemingly everywhere.
1: Is that, like, it's not Pete Davidson. Oh! Is it
2: Larry David's daughter?
1: Oh! What's her name?
2: Uh, Larry Daughter.
1: Daughter. Cassie. Daughter. Okay, thanks.
2: Cassie. Oh, that's right. Who did she used to date? Pete Davidson. They did date. Yes. Okay.
1: Okay, so this is uh, he's going okay. back for more. Okay. But if you don't buy that he and Kim are together, mm-hmm. it makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fill in the blanks, ma'am.
0: So Cassie David, the daughter of Larry David says she's been texting with her ex, Pete Davidson, who is, you know, seemingly everywhere out and about these days.
1: Interesting. That is interesting. Interesting.
2: But also not all. Alti- Listen, there have been plenty of rumors about Pete Davidson um, and other people since this all began. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, again, if you believe that they're in a public ship, it wouldn't surprise us that he's, like, mm-hmm. got other things going on.
2: Right. Right, and Miley. Remember, Miley Cyrus was one of them. they have been all kinds of names. Go on with your bad self.
0: Here is another celebrity gossip mystery: Colleen and Bradley, the momager, is teasing tabloids that her second youngest is pregnant. Oh. She doesn't care if it isn't true. She just likes people writing things about her family that distract from what is really going on. Um, Kendall, yeah, Chris,
2: Chris Jenner, and Kendall. Stay tuned for D-Bags. But yes, she is pushing that story all by herself.
1: Well, and she says like she wants a baby, right? Like mm-hmm. she's leaning, which I also just think is weird. Like, hey, way to put pressure on your daughter. I'm sure she loves that.
2: See the d bag segment.
1: All right. Mm-hmm.
0: Ooh, Little yeah. preview right there. So filling in the blank, Chris Jenner is teasing to tabloids that Kendall Jenner is pregnant, or at the very least is doing that thing like, when's Kendall gonna give me yeah. grandbabies?
1: Yeah. Yeah, we don't do that anymore.
0: It's all about giving
2: other people your babies. Everybody knows that.
1: Yeah, that's not a thing. That's
2: disgusting. Rose,
1: I want babies. Gross! Uh, Blinded. Want Where's uh-huh. my cake?
0: <laughs> Blinded by the item. Exactly. You can just go and buy yourself some cake.
1: I, I might. I don't you know. You
0: should. Man, there, there was a, listen, Bradley, there was a memory on my social media memory feed of oh, the Princess Tort cake. Oh,
1: uh, it has been too long. I that It'll day. be around again soon because my birthday's a coming.
0: Mm-hmm. Woo! But before that, another treat in the form of a celebrity gossip mystery. It is interesting how the offspring of the pedophile prince came to the US and hung out with the ginger one and within days the tabloids have story trashing the father of the gingered haired one and the stories could really have only come from the pedophile prince through his offspring
1: Eugenie, Eugenie. who came to see prince Harry so obviously she's spilling dirt about Charles <laughs> But I, what was the Charles thing other than he almost killed his mom Oof
0: maybe that's with the it COVID Yeah uh-huh. I suppose that, you know, almost killing your mom.
1: Yeah.
2: Who's even paying attention to anybody else when we've been busy with the Prince Andrew stories? I'm just saying. Yeah. But.
1: Oh, duh. It's the cash for honors thing. Mm, mm -hmm, That mm -hmm. makes total sense. So there's this whole storyline about, how his foundation was selling honors, right? For the right price. Oh, that's
2: right. Yeah, I did see a headline about that and did not read the rest of the article.
0: Yeah.
1: Because that's it's the 2022.
2: I didn't yeah. even read the report of the report. I read the headline of the report of the report.
0: Yeah, I think that it's Metropolitan Police is doing an inquiry into Prince Charles's charity. They're just asking No questions. longer
1: led by Cressida Dick, by mm. the way. She lost her job. It's a whole nother story.
2: Poor Ms. Dick. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else to say about it. You're welcome. <laughs> it's hard.
0: Is it, though? Blinded by item. Uh, here's a celebrity gossip mystery to solve. This A-list, mostly movie actor from an acting family, says he has never listened to an album that has songs about him on it. The A-plus-list singer hmm. says that he has and told her he has. Who is lying?
1: So this is about Jake Gyllenhaal? Oh hmm And Taylor Swift.
0: hmm
2: Okay, I need to hear that again to make to make it make sense in my ears.
0: All right, so Jake Gyllenhaal says he's never listened to Taylor Swift's Red album, which oh, has yeah. songs about him on it. Taylor Swift says that Jake Gyllenhaal has listened to it and, in fact, told her he has. So NT Lawyer asks the question, mm-hmm. who's lying? Somebody's tell a why.
2: I suppose it depends kind of. Also, how would he know who's lying? Okay. So, you know, it's funny that you say that because I was thinking about that the other day about how sometimes I think we need to re-remind ourselves to take everything that N.T. says with a little bit of a grain of salt. Because sometimes it's important to say, how would he know, Mm -hmm. you know? So you know, I'll just throw that in the yeah. In the mix. I, I mean,
1: I'm assuming that somebody told him that, but again, that just assumes that the person that he, that told him that would know, mm-hmm. right?
2: Mm-hmm. Grain of salt. Mm-hmm. The specific blind item, by the way, that I was thinking about when I had that that urge to re remind us that was the one about Hillary Baldwin's hair and the wig thing. Yeah, and I thought, but how would he know that? And also. That just feels like rumory stuff. So, just, you know, this is all for fun and games. It's all lit. But some of it we take as yeah. truth. Yeah. Do we have a shorty or no?
0: Oh, you know what? Not today. Okay. No shorty for you. You have completed the assignment. Holly, thank Those you. Those were good so today. Much. He was
1: not on the JV uh, team today, apparently. Boy,
0: that was rough.
2: JV day was tough. Yeah. Holly, thank you for finding us the good ones. Thank you, NT Lawyer, for showing up and actually writing them today. And thank you all for listening and playing the home game. Now, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show yesterday, we were talking about that Tinder Swindler show or documentary on Mm -hmm. Netflix. I watched it. Oh, good. And I, it is, oof. I'll tell you my impressions. And then I want to tell you a fun way I watched television last night. All right, cool. After this on the Colleen and Bradley show. On My Talk 1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hey. And uh, yesterday we were talking about that documentary on Netflix, The Tinder Swindler. Oh, yeah. And I I'm like, I just kept on hearing people talking about it, but I didn't pay close enough attention to it. And finally I thought, okay, I'm just gonna watch this thing because people are talking.
1: People are talking. Well,
2: it is an unbelievable bonkers, sensational documentary. I can't even story you, you, um, you go through a gamut of emotions when you watch this. So it, yeah. it's about this guy who literally swindled millions out of uh, women that he matched with on Tinder mm-hmm. and the way that, I mean, truly he was, he is a con artist of the highest order and and big cons. I mean, unbelievable cons. And, and at first I was thinking, okay, well, how did he get all this money out of these women? I'm suspicious. But he definitely had a pattern that he followed and he would spend sort of like the first month of, of a, Pretty sure that's Jlo And P.S. The person behind all of this
1: is Chris Jenner,
2: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never
1: ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
2: ...to fall in love with him and, and yeah. gain her trust and sort of ply her with all of the trappings of his riches, like private jets and um, luxury oh, hotels wow, and okay. et cetera, right? Yeah.
1: This is like next level.
2: It is beyond what you can even imagine. Yeah. And then, and I'm not, I mean, I won't spoil anything because it does end in such an interesting way, but, but you know, these women then suddenly like they're in love with them. They think they're his one and only. Yeah. Um, they've been together for a short period of time.
1: So is this all told? Like this is all told after the fact? Like they're interviewing the women and stuff like that.
2: Some of the women came forward, and it's re- and it's interesting how they then go about catching him or how they find out that this is happening. Um, and and it is the um, filmmakers that get involved and are able to help, kind of put put all the pieces together. Okay. Um, and there you know, first there were stories about him and then there's the filmmakers and they're, you know, they're trying to find where he is uh, and they end up at his mom's apartment in Israel. And she says he hasn't been here since he was 18. Oh, wow. I, he is not my son anymore. He changed his name. He's changed his identity. You learn about the multiple identities he's had, but at the end of the day, what he, I'll talk about one specific woman. There's a woman from Norway who is the you know, she's looking for love in all the wrong places. Apparently she has matched with over a thousand people on Tinder. She is a Tinder fanatic and she comes across him and, uh, you know, they meet and for a month they are kind of inseparable. He's, they're constantly texting she believes that they're going to move in together. He, she's looking at $15,000 a month apartments in London. He, she's been on uh private jets with him, all of this. And then he has this elaborate story that you don't realize is a story right off the bat, that he's the son of a diamond um, dealer. Okay. And that he works in the family business and that diamond dealing is a very, very um, intense and dangerous business. And there are people after him and it, his wow. credit card gets shut down so he asks her to use her credit card and then he's using her credit card and then they she gets he gets more money out of her um by getting her to get a loan and suddenly she's like $500,000 in the hole oh my god and then realizes what's going on meanwhile he's got layers of these women who are all financing so it's like a pyramid scheme it is un do you watch it and you're exhausted
1: did anybody go like um i don't i'm not giving you any money that's weird not in this movie. Okay,
2: but I will say this: there is one person who gets moderate revenge in a certain way. Okay, and is able to stop him in his tracks. Yeah, and um, he shows who he truly is. He did have to do 15 months of uh,
1: prison for this. Well, I was going to say, did he ever get like held accountable for anything? And this
2: was his second time around. But what's really frustrating is the, the women who who bankrolled him. They're still paying off their debts. Yeah. He, there has been no...
1: Well, and probably because... I mean, I don't know what the law is when it comes to, like, you're dating someone and you give them money. I mean...
2: Well, he must have known because he's not having to reimburse them at all. Yeah, that's what I mean. I, yeah. What I
1: imagine is there's not a lot... Like, if some, if you're giving money to someone in a relationship, there's probably not a lot of laws about...
2: Well, and the loans are all in their name. Yeah. So they're yeah. responsible for so it. So
1: he's doing shady things legally, which is awful. Yeah.
2: And now he's free.
1: I just, I don't, like, it's just crazy. Were these women wealthy to begin when well, they must no. have been if they had 500,000?
2: No, they didn't have it. though. So that's the other piece of it, right? Because that's confusing. And I thought the same thing. He had a, a maneuver that he would use in order to get them to look like that he forged check stubs from his diamond company and named them like CEO in name. And gave them all the documentation to get these gigantic loans, oh, weird. saying that he would pay them back. So yeah. he was like, they were the inter- so, ex- if
1: anything, they were probably legally, you know, at risk.
2: Yeah, and what's super frustrating about a story like that is you he, like that takes a ton of intelligence. Oh, for sure, to, to pull something like that off yeah, and live he's like that an
1: incredibly smart human.
2: This is called using it in all the wrong ways.
1: Yeah. Oh, for sure.
2: It was it was a ride.
1: And just one more reminder to stay off of dating apps.
2: Um I what's funny about it is that woman from Norway that I was telling you about, she got through with all of this and sort of like recover and got right back on Tinder. Okay. Oh, She's like,
0: I'm back on Tinder. I wanna find like, love. You know, don't give people that you don't know a lot of money. Five hundred thousand
1: dollars. Or how about give not give them five hundred thousand dollars you don't have? And that goes to like your parents and or family, much less a total stranger. Right.
2: It's a lot. It is a whole lot. But I will tell you at the end of it, when you know now that he's teamed up with um he teamed up teamed up with Gina Rodriguez as an agent and they're trying to get him a reality show and he's you know, he's back to his old tricks. And that's the part that is nauseating. Yeah. Is that we don't need to encourage this gentleman to continue this.
1: Yeah. Well, what we know about Gina Rodriguez is she is not, she does not judge. Mm-mm. So if you've got 15 seconds of fame, she will help you capitalize on that. Yeah.
2: Cause she's going to capitalize on it too. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it's, oh, everybody absolutely.
1: wins. Our friend panned on Twitter said the Tinder swindler did not make me feel bad for any of the women, including the ones who resold all of his prized clothing, whatever that was. Okay. Means. So
2: that's the surprise
1: ending. She, um, well, we'll just, I'll just, we'll just pretend Pretend that didn't happen. If you're in the position to just flippantly give money away or destroy your credit to someone you barely know, karma at work. Ooh, so she got feelings. I don't know. How did you feel about the women?
2: I, you know, I, it's hard because like, right, you don't want to blame the victim. And at the same time, these were very trusting women and he targeted them because he knew they were trusting. Yeah. And he knew that he could. Um, ply them with, um, private, you know, private jets to, um, expensive I, places. Just, it's and, hard
1: to know because I didn't watch, but I just imagine, like, if it sounds too good to be true, maybe it is.
2: Wouldn't you, That sort of, I, I think you'll grow into I that maybe hope, in life. I would uh, hope. You know, I feel like, we, we, you know, these were, these are women who are literally looking for love and they are looking for a certain type of lifestyle. Um, when they, responded to him yeah and he just did all the right things i mean he was expert about it i don't i mean do i feel bad for them uh, maybe not because you're right like you don't just start taking out loans with creditors one of the women was like i, I mean, have my seven parents creditors coming out sign a
1: loan for me right so i just feel like you gotta either have boundaries or not right, right. I, i'm not blaming them i mean i again i I think what you're showing us is that this is definitely worth watching. How long is it? It
2: absolutely is. It's about an hour and 45 minutes, maybe. And and you can Netflix? watch it 1.5 time. It's on Netflix.
1: Please tell me you didn't do that. Of course I
2: did. Oh I got God. I got to save time by a brief. Oh, that's so weird. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, what unhealthy food did you give up because of a dumb, toxic diet culture? 651-641-1071. We'll take your calls after this on My Talk one zero seven one.